Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. Today's episode, our guest is Taryn Mache Johnson. Taryn is a mental health therapist with a focus in trauma therapy and is now in the process of training therapists on trauma, delinquency, and development for Youth Villages Corporation. She is a graduate of Tougaloo College with a bachelor's degree in psychology and a graduate of Mississippi College with a master's degree in marriage and family counseling. Taryn has served as Minister of Music for her local and national churches. She has shared the stage with many artists, including Mary Mary, Kirk Franklin, Kim Burrell, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and Yolanda Adams, to name a few. Taryn is also an author of two books, the most recent of which is I Almost Love You, Overcoming Rejection and Releasing the Superwoman Within. Taryn is a speaker and is working on a clothing line. Taryn resides in Memphis, Tennessee. Hi, Taryn. Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to hearing your story. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Good. Well, how do you define stuck? Um. When I think of stuck, I think about being at a place where you feel that you may have uh, maximized a place or a thing. Maybe it's a job. Sometimes it's even a relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. And you feel that there's so much more inside of you, but don't know either how to get there or what it is that's next. Mm, That's a really good definition. You've maximized a place or thing and you feel like there's something more. And I think a lot of us have been there where, Um, it's comfortable, but we're Mm -hmm. ready for the next thing. And so something starts stirring inside, um, to kind of push you forward, but it's still like, what do I do now? Right. And to be honest for me, sometimes it's not even comfort. Mm. It's just familiar. Hmm. And I think a lot of times we're afraid of the unfamiliar. We don't know what is going to happen at that next level or at that next place. We know that we need to move, but Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's human nature to kind of control things. We like to know every step. And so, you know, that familiarity when it's uncertain, that's a lot of times um, what causes us to be stuck. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, Not wanting to kind of jump out there. Right. And and it's a control issue, too, a lot of times. So, Mm -hmm. um, well, in what ways, just looking back, have you found yourself being stuck? Oh, (laughs) Um, Many ways, relationships, um, jobs, staying somewhere. And I know that there was more for me, but just didn't know how to actually move forward. Hmm. Yeah. And how long would you say that you were in those seasons? You know, it actually depends. There were times when I was stuck for maybe months, but there were also times when I was stuck for years. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So in relationships, jobs, um, Mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit more about one of those and like a a really specific way in which you were stuck and what that meant for you? Well, I think about one particular job. Um, I was there for 12 years Mm -hmm. and I knew that I was supposed to leave 
many years prior to me actually walking out the doors. But I was afraid of actually stepping out, not knowing what to do next. And I had gotten to a point where there were many opportunities in my past prior to that job where I stayed stuck in a place and didn't move. And so this was my last time, my last moment where I said, this is it. You know, I can't mm -hmm. do this again. I have to break this cycle because that's what was happening in my life. Another mm -hmm. cycle, you know, and so I ended up having a surgery. This was in 2015. And I had to take off of work for about six or seven weeks. And I remember going into the doctor's office and she said, well, Terry, you're going to have to be off of work six or seven weeks. And I said, well, seven will work for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she excused me from work for seven weeks. And I told the Lord during these seven weeks, I wanted mm -hmm. to stay on my face before you. And so that's exactly what I did. I was studying nonstop. Um, I was, you know, studying the word of God and studying mm -hmm. about health and just trying to get myself together. And during that time of those seven weeks, I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, if you would give me one year on this job, I'm mm -hmm. going to leave and not come back. Mm -hmm. And so that was a bold prayer for me because I still didn't know what I was supposed to do. Now, I was in school working on a master's, but of course, you know, sometimes you go to school and still don't know what it is that you need to do. Right. Um, but during the course of that year, I was still focusing on I need to leave. I need to leave. And I was trying to get myself together uh, financially and just see what he wanted me to do, which direction. And so mm -hmm. I set a date for December 5th. I still remember this. And I said, that's the date I'm going to turn in my resignation letter. Mm -hmm. And on December 5th, mind you, I was graduating from school December 16th. Mm. And I decided I'm going to turn in a resignation without having a job and without, well, the next job and mm -hmm. without having graduated. And so <laughs> I took that risk and I did not tell any of my family, told no one I was going to do this. And so when December 5th came around, I was at work and I wrote a resignation letter and I turned it in. And I remember my supervisor saying, if you turn it in, you cannot rescind it. Mm. And I, it came out of my mouth. I just simply said, I won't. Oh, wow. And yes. Because I had had enough at that time mm -hmm. because what was happening every year at my anniversary date I felt worse and worse about being on that job because I knew there was more in me. Mm -hmm. So what I did normally when you leave a job, you turn in a two weeks notice. Well, I decided I'm going to turn in a two months notice. This is crazy. Uh -huh. <laughs> and the reason why I turned in a two months notice is because I wanted my job to be able to find someone else mm -hmm. to take my place because of the type of job that I have it's hard to replace uh, with the work I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to honor them. Even though I did not want to be there, I still wanted to leave the right way. Yeah. And I gave them a two months notice. My anniversary date was February 15th. And so my letter said, I will be leaving mm -hmm. this job effective February 14th. Mm. I did that on purpose. I did not want to start a new cycle because if I did, another year would have passed. Yeah. And so <laughs> to make a long, long story short, 
turned in the letter. I knew I was leaving on February 14th. So around January was when I started to actually look for another job. I sent out three resumes. I messed up two of them. And the, <laughs> yes, I sent them to the wrong place. Oh, wow. The one job that I had all my information correct, they called me two days later. I did an interview on the phone and they hired me. Wow. Yes. It's a and God thing. <laughs> it is a God thing. And that job, which is where I am now in Memphis, Tennessee. So, yes. And I knew God had opened up the door because I had wanted to leave Mississippi for so long, but mm -hmm. I didn't want to be so far away from my family that I could not get home when I needed to and things like that. And he just opened it up and just laid everything out for me. And so I remember going back to my supervisor saying, you know, that resignation letter I said I was leaving on February 14th. Um, that'll be January 30th. <laughs> <laughs> we can push it up. Yes. Back out of here. Yes. And so I had to make the bold move to say enough is enough. And it was definitely risky, but I will say it was a faith move and not impulsivity. And there is a difference. Right. You know, for Easy. me, I'm sorry. Oh, I go had ahead. planned. Yes. I had planned for a year. Even not knowing what was going to happen. I was just making sure that I had my business in order. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times we, when we're stuck and we want to move, if we're not careful, we will move by impulse and not faith. Right. Yeah. Because faith is, faith has a plan and, mm -hmm. um, and a strategy and it's not foolishness or presumption. So um, sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm just going to take this leap of faith and we haven't done our homework or the research, right. but no, mm -hmm. taking that step of faith, <laughs> you've done your part, you know, and then of yes. course, you're, you know, counting on the Lord to do his part. But I love that you said that you actually set a date because something that I always tell people is it helps if you write things down. That's, mm -hmm. it's just like putting the seed out there because you can think it all day long, exactly. but it's, it's something about writing it down, putting it mm -hmm. in motion. So I love that you actually set a date. Yeah. And you didn't turn back. You were like, no, this is it. And just really standing on the word that, hey, you know, something is going to open up in this year. Right. And um, for me, if I don't set a date, then I'm more casual than I need to be. Mm -hmm. And other things will take precedence in my life and mm -hmm. priority. Um, and so when I know there's a hard date, it causes my mind to switch on this light and say, Perrin, you have to do it. And yeah. sometimes I may not meet that date, but my mind has changed by that time. Mm -hmm. So I'm still in that mode of thinking, okay, how do I get it done? Right. Yeah. And did you have a breaking point or something that, you know, I know you, you know, were in the hospital and you were going to commit that time to the Lord, but was there just a moment where you were like, you know what, enough is enough. And what pushed you to that point? Where um, you really realized you like now is the time I have mm -hmm. to get unstuck. I would say, like I said, the anniversary, that date mm -hmm. always got me and it always bothered me. And mm -hmm. I remember sitting at my job in my office and I was just writing down some things that I wanted to do. And those things that I wanted to do had nothing to do with my job at all. Mm -hmm. um, I remember walking every time I would drive to work walking on the pavement, going into the building, it just made me physically sick. Mm. 
And I knew that I had to do something. And so what I decided to do, I talked to my supervisor. She said, Taryn, you need to take a few days off of work because you're really stressed. Mm -hmm. And my work wasn't as good as it used to be. It had been. Um, And so I knew that because I'm the type of person I like to do things well Mm -hmm. for myself and also the people I'm doing it for. And I knew I was slipping. And so she told me to take three days off of work. And while I was off of work, I just prayed to the Lord to show me what it is I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was at that point where the Lord told me, go back to school. And that's when I went back to study uh, marriage and family counseling, because that was my heart. I love helping people. I love counseling and therapy and mm-hmm. any way that I can serve. And so what I decided to do was go back to school Um I was going to do it online and I felt that I needed to be in a classroom and just begin to build new relationships by being in a classroom, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, which is a struggle right now these days, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I did that. And so I was going to work full time and going to class at night. And so I was um, at that moment where I said, well, you know what, now I start to have different options. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would say this too, it's important to be a multitasker. Yeah. And I know a lot of times um, that doesn't mean that we don't focus on the things that we're doing and not be excellent, but we are, we are to have balance in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to do different things because we don't know. I think about a scripture in Ecclesiastes, um, you know, about uh, different streams of wealth and we never know what, thing will open up for us. And so uh, that was something for me too. I said, well, Lord, this job is not working out maybe through this degree or maybe through the relationships I'm building as I'm working on the degree will open up a new avenue for me. Yeah. Be able to create those options and being Mm -hmm. prepared because sometimes it's going to take going back to school or it's going to take, um, you know, writing a book or forming Mm -hmm. some new relationships to get to the next level. Like it doesn't just magically fall out of the sky because we prayed and asked for it to happen Mm -hmm. but no it's going to be some work involved so I really um like that um so and we've talked a little bit around this um question but how did you get unstuck I mean like how did you you talked about kind of how you got the ball rolling but when do you feel like wow now I'm not stuck anymore um once I started to believe that I could really do what I saw in my head, Mm. Um, you know, and that took years, number one, but also I will say it took little small steps. It took me getting angry enough to do something. Yeah. And so my perspective started to change. And I believe that with perspective, anything can change. And it was during that time when I said, okay, enough is enough. It's time to do something. And I saw progress. Mm -hmm. And once I saw the progress, those little minute things, you know, I said, okay, all right. So the momentum started building for me. And I began to start trying a lot of things that I was dreaming about. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I will say this, sometimes when you start to think differently, you start to act differently and not everyone is going to agree with that because sometimes other people, especially people close to you, 
they're used to seeing you one way. Right. And so we have to break through those walls as well. And sometimes that can be a struggle. Sometimes us being stuck has nothing to do with our ability, but we're afraid of those around us who may not receive the newness in us. Right. And that, and like you said, it comes from those closest to us a lot mm-hmm. of times. And we don't want to lose, um, you know, those friendships and those relationships, right. but sometimes they can hinder us from moving forward. So it's being smart enough to realize um, where do I need to set my boundaries mm-hmm. and, you know, stick into the plan. But I love what you said about uh, you begin to believe what you saw in your head and that you could do that. And I think the mindset is so powerful because God has so many things out there for us. But if we mm-hmm. can't believe it, if we can't see ourselves doing it, it'll never happen. Right. And so there, our mindset has to change. So I just love that, that you can begin to believe what you actually you know, seeing your head and then not being limited to what I've always done or what I've seen other people Mm do. But this, these are some new things that I want to do that, you know, God has laid in my heart. Absolutely. And let me share this too. Um, There was a scripture. What happened, what I normally do is in the morning times, I have a routine every day. I always spend time with the Lord early in the morning, maybe about four 35 o'clock. And that's when God really speaks to me, gives me ideas, I go to work and then in the evening time, I study something else, whether it's um, finance, whether it's some type of business, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And so that's my routine. But Mm -hmm. I remember one morning and this is a scripture that turned my heart as well. Um, I don't know if you know this scripture from growing up, but we used to say it all the time. The race is not given to the swift nor to the strong. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing that all the time, but I didn't understand it growing up. And so God showed it to me again. And it's the New Living Translation. And I want to just share it with us. And this is one thing that really changed me as well and let me know that I could do anything that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And It reads as this. Um, I have observed something under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. And the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance and by being at the right place at the right time. time. Mm. And so I think about that and that let me know that, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But what I have, if I keep working on it, and I don't give up, there will be a moment that what I have is enough. Yeah. And so, you know, that really blessed me. Mm-hmm. And that means that Taryn, don't give up. Even though you may not see anything right now happening, that does not mean that God is not shifting things so that at the right moment, it will work. Yes. Being at the right place at the right time. hmm That is so true. That is a great word um, for us to hold on to. We do all that we know to do, but then it's just um, being at that right place at the right time, being prepared. Absolutely. Um, So how is your life different now that you've gone beyond stuck? And I know you've moved, so geographically it's different and Mm -hmm. you're involved in a lot of different things. But just looking back, I mean, how do you what's different? Um, I think I have more courage now. I have more courage to do things that I thought I never would do, never could do. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord has just been dealing with me 
and allowing me to see things that are, that are beyond what I've already seen and mm. that he wants me to do. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing about it is I believe him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Before it's like, okay, Lord, that sounds good. But now yeah. it's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. And I have learned to just be open and be myself. And mm-hmm. that has helped me as well. A lot of times in the past, I would just hide my insecurities, hide my flaws. But now I realize that those things are the things that make me unique. Yeah. And it's exactly what people need. And so I've been able to embrace my insecurity and use it as a way to bless other people. Um, I will share this one thing too. I wrote a book last year called I Almost Love You, Overcoming um, Rejection and Releasing Mm -hmm. the Superwoman Within. And the reason why I wrote that book is because I wanted to share how to get from a place of being stuck because sometimes we're stuck because we think that we may be rejected because it's happened so Mm -hmm. many times in the past. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking through the book um, a little while ago and I was looking at some keys that I put in the back just to remind myself, you know, don't give up and how we go from being stuck to a place of courage uh, were nine Mm -hmm. keys. And I would like to share those um, with you. Yeah, that's great. And so I won't get into all the details about them, but I just want there are 10 keys. Actually, Um, I just want to share what they are. And the first one is gratitude. Just being thankful for the things that we do have, even Mm -hmm. though we may not like our circumstances, there's something in the middle of that that we can say thank you. Mm -hmm. There's something in the middle of that that we have learned from. And it could be simply not to do it again or not to allow ourselves to be in this place again. There's something we can say thank you for, even in the midst of a storm. Um, Number two is prayer meditation. Um, As I shared with you, I spend a lot of time with the Lord in the morning times and he downloads a lot in me and it Mm -hmm. helps me to get through the day. And also it keeps me focused on those things that are far off that he wants me to start working on. Um, Number three is to just be healthy. Um, I've been studying a lot about health and a lot of times when we're stuck, we deal with a lot of depression. Yeah. We can deal with anxiety and things like that. But along with those mental um, issues, it's physical issues as well. You know, um, many people don't know that we have brain cells in our stomachs. So Mm -hmm. everything everything that we feed our body actually feeds our brain and it causes us to think a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so I began to change my diet to get mental clarity. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Number four is upgrade skills and knowledge. And as I stated, you know, going back to school and you may not even be able to go back to school or may not want to, may not have the finances or the time, but there's so many resources available. We can simply go to our televisions now and turn to YouTube. We can go yeah. to our phones. There's so many free online courses and all types of things. And that's what I do every evening. Um, as I mentioned before, I take my online class on YouTube Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the evening time. I find some type of uh, program, whatever it is. And I find the online course and I study Mm -hmm. for an hour and I'm sitting in front of my TV at a table with my notebook and I'm writing and studying and I'm learning how to be better. 
That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. Number five is something that most people don't think to do, but I say have a pity party. When you're stuck <laughs> in place, you need to cry. You need to be angry. You need to be mad. And you need mm -hmm. to release all of that tension. And then after it's over, get up and put a plan together and do something. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so important. Yeah. Got to let those emotions out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when we don't release it, it will release itself and it will come out abnormally. And a yes. lot of times it's through sickness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> Number six is to be honest. Just be honest about your situation. If you got caught up in something you shouldn't be in, say that. And now mm -hmm. it's time to change. You know, or if you've maximized an area, say that. And then it's time to put a plan together and change. Mm -hmm. A lot of things are not as difficult as we make them. And I think sometimes we like to kind of sulk and yeah. not do anything afterwards. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So have that party, but now it's time to do something. You know, think of the scripture when Moses died, the Israelites mm -hmm. had 30 days to mourn, and then it was time for them to get up. <laughs> yep. Get up and do something. Mm -hmm. Move forward. Yes. Absolutely. Number seven mm -hmm. is forgiveness. Mm, you know, it's a big one. Yes. And not even just forgiving other people, but forgiving ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we're stuck because we've made wrong decisions. We have, mm -hmm. you know, um, there, there are things that we need to just let go of. Yeah. It can be whether it's church hurt, whether it can be family hurt, whether it can be whatever it is, we have to let it go. Yeah, because we'll never be able to move forward if we're holding on to something as if someone owes us and no one does. No, mm -mm. no one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Number eight, nine and ten. Number eight is laugh at yourself. Just enjoy the mistake. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't want to even say uh, enjoy the mistake, but laugh <laughs> at them sometimes. It's like, you know what? That yeah. was crazy. That was ridiculous. All right. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to laugh at it. If you made a mistake, whatever it is, um, yeah, because don't take ourselves too good. seriously. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, laughter it's good. good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Number nine is focus on the whys and the who's. Like, why mm -hmm. do you do what you do, and who are you doing it for? Yeah. And so I think that when we can answer those two questions that will change the direction mm -hmm. of our lives and the decisions that we make. Yeah. So, and the last one is just simply get a life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that means outside of work, outside of whatever it is that you're doing that take consumes your time. Mm -hmm. If you're in a place where you feel you're stuck, you have to learn how to do other things that feed the core of who you are whether yeah. it's volunteering for someone else um, for an organization or spending time with people, um, you know, make a plan for vacations. Take yeah. some time away, mm -hmm. you know, and enjoy your life because if you spend all of your time focusing on that area where you feel stuck, your whole life will be consumed with that. Yes. So yeah, those are agree. keys. Yeah, that I wanted to just kind of share, um, and those are some things that helped um, also with just turning the page in my life.
Yeah, those are so good to help everyone move forward. Will you share the name of that book again that these keys came out of? Yes, it's called it's called I Almost Love You, Overcoming Rejection and Releasing the Superwoman Within. And there's a reason why it starts with I Almost Love You. I talk about a relationship where I was stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you have to get the book to see what the story is about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. now where can they get the book? Yes, it is available on Amazon. Okay. Um, you can also email me at Taryn Mache. That's T-A-R-Y-N-M-A-I-C-H-E at gmail.com and I'll send it. Perfect. And do you have, don't you have a second book, Taryn? Yes. Just, well, okay. first book, I mean, the first one, right. The first book is called No More Elevators. Okay. And the second one, which I released in November of 2019, last year, is my new book, Overcoming Rejection. Okay. Is the first one also on Amazon? It is. It's available. Okay. Perfect. And I know you have a couple of music projects too, right? I do. I do. I do. I have several. So those are also on Amazon as well as iTunes. My latest one, which I released along with this book, it goes along with it. It's called Scarred But Healed. Mm. And I talk about in the uh, music because everything that I do is always about telling stories and things like that. So the song talks about how I struggled in an area of my life Mm -hmm. and I have scars from that. But don't look at the scars as if I'm broken. They're signs that I'm healed. Yeah. So my wounds turned into scars and now I'm using them as beauty marks. That's awesome. And we all have those beauty marks. We all have things that we've gone through and the scars, but God can turn ashes into beauty. Absolutely. um, He does it all the time. So you have shared so many wonderful tips with us and um, that are in your books and just from your life experience. So appreciative for that because I know it's going to help our listeners get unstuck and really able to move forward. So thank you so much for sharing. Share your email address again and any other ways that um, the listeners can connect with you. Okay, my email address is Taryn Maiche. That's T-A-R-Y-N-M-A-I-C-H-E at gmail.com. You can also reach me at Facebook um, under Taryn Johnson or Instagram, Taryn Johnson underscore I am she. Uh, My music and books are available on Amazon and iTunes. I also want to share one last thing, and it's the closing of my book. It's a poem that I want to encourage all the uh, women listeners. It's called Call Me Superwoman. And this uh, poem is not about being perfect, but it's Mm -hmm. about changing the direction um, of our lives because God can use all the flaws and make us and perfect us. Mm -hmm. Um, It just says, call me superwoman, fashionably designed by the master craftsman taken from a rib of a man called Adam. The world you see was formed in my belly. My cup overflows with immeasurable destiny. Don't need a cape to soar. I'd rather have a crown. The sun has made me free. I am no longer bound. I carry the weight of the world on my right shoulder. God undergirds my strength when wax life, when life wax colder. No longer have regrets, but pure determination. My goal is to focus on impacting future generations. Mm-hmm. Honor me as a queen and treat me like a lady. Elite is my status while serving others like a waiter. I can fly like an eagle, run beside the greatest man. Applause can't be muted. I'm my own biggest fan. No fanfare needed, but remember my name. Got faith to move mountains and the courage of superwoman. Yes, amen. <laughs> we can move mountains and I'm my yes. own biggest fan. 
awesome. Thank you once again, um, Taryn, so much for sharing um, this information with us. I know our listeners have been blessed and they can move forward just as you have. I've watched you do so many new and creative and different things. And I'm always encouraged after I've talked to you and I'm always like, what's next? What's next? Because I know you're always you're always working on something. Well, there's something major next that's coming soon, soon, soon. I'm excited. (laughs) Yep, I'm ready for it. So you guys, please connect with Taryn Johnson, email her, go to um, social media and connect with her. Thank you so much, Taryn, for being with us Thank you. and um, for all your time. And we will see you guys next week on Beyond Stuck. All right.